everyone, and welcome to the Cutaways Podcast. I'm Justine. And I'm Ashley. Yes! Because I like to be Walter Cronkite. It'd be, I'd be like, thank you for joining us, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could keep the accent up the whole time. No. Well, I mean, whatever. whatever I could do want. Hermione. I've done Hermione before. That was one of my audio projects. I got a standing ovation for that, man. Mm. But we're not here to talk about that. No, we're here to watch movies and cry. <laughs> <laughs> and cry? I thought we were here to squeal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, some weeks we're squealing. Some weeks we're crying. Some weeks we have unfettered rage. Yeah. We, we, are, we are filmmakers. We are studying movies. And our genre of choice is romantic comedy. <laughs> yes. And we've been learning a lot more than what we did in film school. Oh, <laughs> uh, don't say that because people from film school probably listen to this. We learned some things. I mean, we weren't like film history majors or anything. Yeah. Well, we didn't learn a lot about romantic comedy in film school. That's, that's I think, yes. what we should preface that with. <laughs> that, yes. <laughs> forgive me. <laughs> Do you forgive me? Yes, I forgive you. I just, I like just envision Bonnie and Sharon like listening to us and being like, ah, liars. <laughs> oh, we learned a lot from them. We oh, learned yes. a lot. Whatever. Okay. Yes. Today we are watching 1994's Four Weddings and a Funeral, which I, I feel like I've heard of this movie, but I don't know much about it. I've definitely heard of it. I remember it. I remember like trailers on TV like that's we've reached the age of like 10 year old Justine, you know, being like, oh, these frilly movies. I have no interest because I'm a tomboy, you know, (laughs) that's always fun. I like when angsty Justine comes on the picture. (laughs) Guys. Yeah, it's it's awesome. (laughs) Angsty Justine is like my favorite character of Justine's life. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. All I know is that. It's got Hugh Grant in it. And I think this was before his scandal. I think it was his scandal yeah. in 95. Yeah, it was way before then. I guess it's about weddings and funerals. That's what I'm going to assume. But I'm going to tell you what Netflix says that it's about. On DVD.com, the description is, At various social gatherings, Charles, a.k.a. Hugh Grant, a commitment-phobic Brit, tries to reconnect with Carrie, Andy McDowell, a beautiful, alluring American who is about to make a seemingly terrible mistake by marrying a wealthy, boring man, Corin Redgrave, Kristen Scott Thomas, John Hanna, James Fleet, and Simon Cow- Callow? Yeah, it's not. Don't say yeah. Simon Cowell. I almost said Simon Cowell. <laughs> Simon Callow co-star in this light-hearted comedy about love, friendship, and fate. But as the title suggests, there's a tragedy. In the mix. That seems so lame and mm-hmm. sad and just lame. Just do what better. seems lame? The description, the description, how it's not really a description. Yeah. It's just like, these people are in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's why I included all of it. Because I was like, this is terrible. Do better, DVD.com. Oh, we're going to do better at the end of the show. Yes. <laughs> I will give an accurate description. <laughs> this is my favorite thing to do in the world. Mm. So this stars, as the description has already said, Hugh Grant, Andy McDowell, who we also saw in Groundhog Day, Mm -hmm. and James Fleet. This is the best thing ever because we're watching it on Harry Potter Day. So the director of this movie is Mike Newell, who directed Harry Potter number four. Yep. And 
it's Harry Potter's birthday. So happy birthday, Harry Potter. Happy birthday, Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, that was good. I like that. It was the, even though you can't get sued anymore for singing happy birthday, it was, <laughs> it was the copyright. Copyrighted version. Yeah. Or copyright Non-copy, free. yeah. <laughs> so the movie is rated R for language and some sexuality. Not sensuality this time. No. Sexuality. we're grown-ups. We're grown-ups. <laughs> Fucking Catherine Heigl and damn movie. Uh, the movie is an hour and 57 minutes, and it's rated 3.5 stars on DVD.com, a.k.a. Netflix. Netflix. A Netflix company. A Netflix company. Um, we have a shit ton of awards so bear with me i will i'm going to i'm going to do it justine <laughs> sorry As she cackles over there where she doesn't have to speak anymore <laughs> i can help if you want me to help no i can do this i'm here this. anytime for you okay anytime i'm here anytime right okay. here i'm ready okay born ready <laughs> okay you can take the golden globes ready okay. okay ready so at the 1995 bafta awards the best <laughs> I right out it. of the gate. Yep. I just, every time, every time you preface it with, when you tell me before we start recording that I have to say a lot, I do horrible. I know. It's my fault. <laughs> no, it's not your fault. I'm just saying every time I can't, like, I don't know. what It's like a psychological thing. It's my fault. Like, it's definitely my fault. Just every time. It is my fault because I don't write it in a way that you would be able to read it. I just copy and paste it. I'm like, figure it out. Brain. Anyway, at the 1995 BAFTA Awards, the movie was nominated for Best Supporting Actress for Kristen Scott Thomas. Oh, wait, it won? Incorrect. So at the 1995 BAFTA Awards, for the third time... (laughs) The uh, film won for Best Supporting Actress, which went to Kristen Scott Thomas. It won for Best Actor in Hugh Grant. Best Direction for Mike Newell. Best Film. Um, It was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for John Hanna. It also was nominated for Supporting Actor for Simon Callow. Not Simon Cowell. (laughs) I know. It's so hard. Yeah, it's just, it's like, it's in your brain. Um, it also was nominated for Best Supporting Actress for Charlotte Coleman. At the 1995 Golden Globe Awards, it won Best Actor in a Motion Picture Musical or Comedy, and it was nominated for Best Motion Picture Musical or Comedy and Best Actress in a Motion Picture Musical or Comedy. At the 1995 Academy Awards, it was nominated for Best Picture and Best Writing Original Screenplay. Yay! Yeah! We did it! Yeah, now we're over time, and we just gotta go watch the movie. Yeah, let's just go watch the movie. I'm ex- I'm excited for tragedy. I'm always excited for tragedy and romantic comedy because it's so unexpected and beautiful at the same time. Okay. Although I'm worried it's gonna be formulaic. Oh, that's probably true. Damn, now it's gonna be bad. I'm sorry. Okay, let's go watch it. Okay. I should talk about Stutch one though, just like do the whole thing. I should just do it. Oh, I love it. Or Hannah Moon's family. Oh! <laughs> you know, I'd enjoy that a lot more than I enjoyed this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was expecting something so much better. <laughs> yeah, can I tell you, I did not like it so much that I was on the verge of hating it. Yeah, I was just like, okay, like this has to get better at some point. Mm. And then like halfway through, I just accepted it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, okay. 
it's not like there was anything really to hate about it like other movies that we like hated it was just super boring yeah it was so boring and there were too many characters that like I feel like in the end, we didn't have time with the two main people we're supposed to be rooting for. And I'm just like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, why be a dick? Also, there's rain. Then there's lightning. And somebody dies. And I felt like we were really supposed to care. Care about that guy. And we really didn't. No, I feel like... Like, when you read the names for who's going to be in the movie like that's how the movie description was it was all the names i'm like i don't know who these people are and i feel like they were such like british names maybe back in the 90s that people were like oh snaps or like people in the uk were like yeah oh man it's every actor in the uk let's go see this movie (laughs) every actor where's alan rickman you know they wanted alan rickman for the the main role but he was too old by the time they got around to filming he would have made this movie so much better. Yeah. But yeah, I think since I didn't know the people automatically, every time somebody came on, I'd be like, who's that? Who what? Yeah, like, why is this important? Or Yeah, just figuring out, like, who are the main thread storylines that are going to be going through? Because we interact with a lot of storylines. Yeah. Well, first of all, there is, like, eight. This is, like, a group of eight different friends. Mm-hmm. That we aren't introduced to, like, very well. Mm-hmm. So we don't know how they relate to one another. We just know that they're going to a wedding. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's like... And then they're said, like, their mumbly British names are said. <laughs> yeah, and but it's not even like they're repeated or like they make it a point to say, this is this character. Mm -hmm. There is no direct, like it's, it's almost like a slice of life movie, but yeah, but not. Yeah. It's like we were voyeurs in this world. Yeah. Which is cool that it was like natural in that aspect. But I don't know. Every five minutes I was like, who's that? What's their name? Yeah. (laughs) I just started giving them names in my head. <laughs> That's what I do. There was, there was Hugh Grant. He he was him. He was Hugh Grant. He was Hugh Grant. Yeah. I need to interact with these people to like actually experience what they're trying to to experience. Mm-hmm. Like what is happening? There's so many weddings. There's so much stuff we missed. Like I feel like I missed like a lovely like gay subplot. Yes. <laughs> Well, I kind of, I thought they were, like, just roommates in the beginning, but they were just very lovely with one another. I knew... I didn't know if they were, any of them were all family in the beginning. Yeah, that's what I was, I I was thinking that the redhead was Charles' sister or something in the beginning. Yeah, I didn't know who was family, who was roommates, who was friends. And, yeah, and what their, just what their connection to the story was. Yeah, I can't, like, ship these people if I think they're related. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and you can't even ship these people if you have no, like, you have no emotional, intellectual connection to them. Yeah. Like, if you physically cannot process who they are, then you physically cannot make emotional connections. So, it was just like, what is happening? Why are we, like... This is like 15 minutes in. Why are we like 
speed this motherfucker up what is happening the beginning was so <laughs> slow we yeah. were at that what i was like i am at this wedding and it's the slowest wedding ever i know i was just like this is not a very good representation of a wedding at all my wedding went so fast i was happy with that i was like this is the first wedding and there's three more of these oh yeah god like are we going to spend like an hour at each of them it was like if you've never seen a wedding before and you're an alien this is what our human traditions are that's what it felt like yeah i did appreciate like some of the the british wedding tradition kind of things for for those of us lowly americans who have never seen a british wedding yeah but i'd like that and when it did happen a little bit i liked it more from the americans point of view yes coming from carrie andy mcdowell i didn't understand why her care like i didn't understand her character at all i was actually kind of annoyed with her character you know i read that and you said that she was voted as very annoying i don't i didn't find her annoying i found her annoying because i didn't I wasn't given any interesting little, like, tidbit about her. She was just, oh, that cute American girl from America. I liked her because she slept around a lot. Yeah, that was, that was like, the but that, again, it was just, like, this is all coming from Hugh Grant's point of view mm-hmm. to the point where he doesn't even make her, she's just the sexual being and nothing else. I wish they had, like, met earlier if they like if he wasn't like the best man at the first wedding if they were able to like sit together and he was able to like explain all of the customs and whatnot to her and then you get some like chemistry if it was like a 500 days of summer wedding yeah that would have been much better i i would have liked that a lot i i think i would have gotten to know her more rather than just her sexual exploits Mm -hmm. because although that was that's a great little like tidbit kind of thing and probably what British people think that all American girls are, which I find find funny. It just isn't. It's so one note for your main female lead. Mm-hmm. It's like even it goes beyond even just sexualized character caricature of a woman. It it's just yeah. What nothing. do we know about her? Yeah, she has sex a lot. Yeah, and that's she used to work at Vogue, and she's American. Yeah. I didn't get the, she used to work at Vogue. That's how they introduced her. He's like, what's with the American? What's she doing here? And it was something she used to work with somebody. Uh, I think one of the wedding party or something. And now she's somebody. Ah, it was too British to understand. <laughs> Sorry, I needed subtitles on at the beginning. It was a weird audio mix. Yeah, and the ADR was not good. No. No, you could tell every Like, everything that was ADR'd, you could really tell. Yeah. Like, the mic you could tell that the mic was just really, really hot. And they didn't do good lip readings. No. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, there's, there are some redeeming qualities about Carrie. It just, I found it annoying, I guess, from the perspective that I wasn't able to get to know her in any capacity other than Hugh Grant says that he loves her. Yeah, it was mopey Hugh Grant movie. That was all of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there'd be her. And I know she can act. Like, I think that might be also why it's annoying is you know she can act. But when you're watching this, it's it's this really weird, like, melodramatic type of line reading that she was doing in certain instances and in certain scenes. I feel like they were having her, like, play American. 
Like she was being very coy and very like, ooh. But it didn't come off like it didn't to me it didn't come off that like Well, I mean like a British guy directing, okay, be this this caricature of American. Yeah. But I guess it just didn't feel it didn't feel like a caricature and it just felt like bad acting. And I know she can act like we saw her in uh, Groundhog Day and I thought she was really really good in Groundhog Day mm-hmm. like as an actress and then in this it was just like what are you doing like why are you ta- like and also the writing for her was really weird just it, it again it's just like these people don't these people think Americans are like proper really have you been to America we are not proper <laughs> <laughs> we like to curse and shoot guns and go to walmart well that's a caricature of america right there (laughs) hugh grant did the most cursing in this movie yeah it just was it was weird it was weird for me see watching a caricature of america of an american that really wasn't a very well done caricature of american Mm. what was the other thing we missed there was something else oh um there was a deaf character yes and played by an actual deaf person he was my favorite character of the entire movie because mm-hmm. he saves the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's really, that's kind of nice. And you said that he, when, uh, when you're doing the research, that they didn't want, they wanted him to sign completely. Well, that's how the character is presented. They're like, he's totally silent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was reading a little bit about the actor and he does radio plays for the BBC. That's interesting. Yeah, so he must be able to vocalize. Yeah. Or something. I mean, they had to have it specifically for the ending. Yes. But still, I thought it was great. Yeah. I was confused by the sign language because it's completely different than uh, American Sign Language. But they didn't have an interpreter at their at any of the weddings like you had. <laughs> you were nice. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed through most of the movie is that they didn't have to have a character who was deaf. Yes. Like they chose to insert. A person in there mm-hmm. who's deaf until the end where you're like oh that makes sense that makes sense yes it's a part of the they didn't need all of the rest of the... <laughs> there were there were a couple i'm not gonna just say a couple there were like four characters that they could have cut <laughs> oh my god there's too many characters i don't know i don't know who they are yeah i don't i don't know it like i know that there was the guy with the dog at the end he's the rich he's guy. the rich guy I don't know his name. I think it's Tom. I think I wrote down Tom. I'm going with Tom. Okay. And then... Tom Riddle. Tom Riddle. Okay, we're going with that. Happy Harry Potter Day, everyone. (laughs) Tom Riddle, who is rich. Lives in a castle. Who lives in a castle. Who else do you remember? I remember Matthew. Matthew. I liked Matthew. He was the the guy from The Mummy. Yes. He was very confusing every time he talked because he talked... He was Scottish. Scottish. He's Scottish. He's Scottish. IRL. Yes. So the way I've been hearing him... Is he's fake. Yeah. <laughs> Blew my mind. <laughs> he does not have a prim and proper upper, like, north side London accent. Wow. He's great. Yeah. I loved him. He's very subtle in this role. Like, I would go back and rewatch it just to, like, watch what he's doing in yes. all the scenes. Yes. And I would... I would this is where I this is where I'm going with there should have been people been cut. I would have kept Matthew in his storyline because I thought it was important and I liked the subtlety of of having the the progressive gay like storyline in it. 
but it was so subtle. Like, it just was natural. Is this our first queer storyline? Yes. <gasps> Praise. <laughs> Pride Day. Ooh, ooh. Dumbledore would be proud. Happy Harry Potter <laughs> Day. <laughs> Um, yeah, I would have kept that storyline because I felt like it was important, not just from the having diversity um, aspect of it, but it just there's their chemistry with one another felt very natural. You didn't you didn't know going into it that they were gay, mm-hmm. which I. Well, it seemed like they were keeping it secret from most of the people that they were very close friends with. Oh, I didn't pick that up. I thought everyone knew. Well. It's at after the funeral, Tom and Charlie, Charles. I keep wanting to call him Charlie Gardner. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Um, Are leaving. And he's like, and the line is like, after all this time, you know, we've been single in our group and we're proud of being single. And we didn't know that two of us were pretty close to being married. Oh, okay. I missed that part. It's a mumbly British. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, let's emotions. To me, it seemed that they didn't know. At that point, I was like, wait, were they together together? I was like, what, 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 what? The thing that gave it away in the beginning was that he wiped his face for him before the first wedding. When they were getting ready. How do you know if they were related or not? Yeah, that was the, 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 the thing. And then when I, like, figured out that they weren't related, I was like, oh, then they must be together oh there's too many people to juggle in my brain yeah they're just they're i just picked up on them because i i liked the the character i liked the acting i liked both of them and so like i kind of blocked everyone else. who else would you cut uh i liked scarlet yes i felt like he did need like a roommate kind of character somebody who was always running late with him though in the beginning i felt like i thought they were like dating or something no i got the roommate vibe yeah, like, it, it made sense. It just was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would cut the rich guy. I would cut the one bridesmaid who we had to go to her wedding the second for the second wedding. Oh. Oh, yeah. She just showed up out of nowhere. We're like, yeah. okay, we're with you now. Yeah. Well, plus the weddings that they were, like, going to, it was just, like, people that these this group of friends weren't really good friends with to mm-hmm. begin with. They were just going to the wedding to get drunk and party. Yeah, and we needed an excuse to get Charles and Carrie together because they only knew each other through weddings. weddings. Yes, I would have. I would have probably figured it out to do a, where somebody in the main cast was like actually included in the wedding, and you kind of actually cared. What about uh, Fiona? Fiona, mm-hmm. I didn't understand at all. Like I, she was just sulking all the time. Yeah. All the time. And so it was like, what is, what is your deal? Like, what, what's going on? And then she started talking about how she was in love with this guy all, like, all of these years and that no other guy could compare. And you're kind of like, is it Charlie? But then you don't even know. I didn't even know if they knew one another or if they were, like, good friends or, or whatever. So it just, it was weird. It was a weird, like, ensemble cast that you didn't, no connected at mm-hmm. all it was just weird maybe this is just a 90s thing i was bored i was bored too so bored i almost took a nap no you know I, laid on Sam. I know i'm not allowed i stayed awake he pinched me shall we go talk 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 the talk talk the talk 
We've walked a walk. <laughs> we did. We walked a walk over to the microphones, and now we got to talk you the talk. <laughs> That's how this works. Yeah. Oh, this one might be kind of painful a little. Not as painful as My Father the Hero. Nothing will ever be that painful. But we got to, like, say important things for My Father the Hero. We got to scold and say, no, this <laughs> is wrong. And that's important. Yes. This is just like... <laughs> it's boring. I'm bored. All right, we've got this wake-up montage in the beginning, because guess what? This movie's about time and and being on time and meeting someone at the right time or having good or bad timing. That's what the movie's about. Yeah. They didn't convey that very well. Oh, because she said it in the end. Or she said it at the wedding. She said, I, or I wrote it down, but she says our timing is bad. Yes. It's a movie about time. Yes. Like Groundhog Day. <laughs> no, it's nowhere near like Groundhog Day. This is a horrible representation. Do not compare this to Groundhog Day. Just saying that. Groundhog Day was a lovely existential <laughs> film about time. This was a boring film about time. Just saying Andy McDowell was in both movies. Yeah, but still. And they both feature alarm clocks. What is this accent? I don't know. <laughs> I went somewhere. You went to place. I couldn't follow. <laughs> I think it was somewhere in the south. It sounded like it was in the south. Yes, I agree. But like a gross part of the south. Like, it sounded like you were selling peaches on the side of the road. With Andy McDowell. Yeah. <laughs> She's got a southern accent. But I think she was hiding it a little. She pretended to be Marilyn so much in this movie. She was very breathy, but she had a little <gasps> bit of the southern twang. Really? Just a little bit, just little hints and a couple phrases. I guess I don't hear it because I am technically southern. She's got, she had it in, in Groundhog Day. She sure. had it fully. They wanted her to have it in Ground, it, they didn't want her to have it in this movie, it seems like. Well, the British, they have a thing with, you know proper accents they wanted shit. her to talk slow in this movie yeah i need to stop but i can't <laughs> <laughs> where's the reset button you were doing accents too at the beginning i was doing stitch that's different <laughs> stitch is different than the south <laughs> what if stitch went to the south i don't think i can do that do y'all y'all <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when we have boring movies. We get really distracted. <laughs> and we start doing crazy shit because our brains are melting. Okay. We got that wake up montage. We got people getting ready for a wedding, which was flashback to you. Actually, yours wasn't as... I, I got ready. I was like, first. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I am ready. When it was your wedding, I was like, I am done. First. Done. Showered. Ready to go, dressed, mm -hmm. cell phone out, like, list let's prepping. Do. Yeah. Let's do. As I was like freaking the fuck out editing the song. Because <laughs> I waited until the very last minute. Oh, it happened. It was fine. Hugh Grant sleeps in. His name is Charles. I'm going to. Yeah, everybody him. else is like getting ready while you're getting like intercutted with Hugh Grant falling back asleep. Yeah. After his alarm goes off. But then he and his roommate, Scarlett, Scarlett, have to race to get there. It's the wedding of Angus and Laura. Who we don't know anything about Just and some still randos. don't know anything about. <laughs> Except for they have babies. Oh, but he's the best man. 
Yeah, again, we don't know. Like, why was he the best man of this dude? Who oh, were those no are the people having babies? Yeah, they had twins at the end. Was There was somebody in the middle in the second wedding who had a baby. And then, then these guys at the end had more babies. Yes. Not the same people because not enough time passed. Yeah. No, it wasn't the same people. These were like <laughs> infant twin babies with bright blue eyes and blonde, blonde hair. If I could tell these people apart, maybe I would have gotten... <laughs> I just saw babies and was like, look, cute, not boring things. Do something, baby, do. He's forgotten the best man. No, he's the best man. He's forgotten the rings. I didn't forget the rings at your wedding. Somebody else forgot the rings. <laughs> I don't think he's listening to us. Aww. It was such a good burn. It was such a good burn. Sorry. I didn't mean it. On me? Yes. yes. Either you or Jesse forgot the rings at my mother's house and I freaked out. And then I was in charge of the rings. Yes. <laughs> and then Mr. Fox was in charge of the yes. rings. <laughs> it happened. It was okay. They got there. They did get there. Anyway. Ooh, see, I said, let's forget about it. He's forgotten the ring, so he, like, mimes to his friends. Because I don't to think... Matt, yeah. Yeah, to Matt, like, I've forgotten... The, the ring. ring. Yeah, but he uses his pinky. He's like, the ring. <laughs> yes. Um. So they gather up all the rings between them as friends. Yes. So he sneaks back, grabs them. So when it's time to be like, do you have the rings? He presents them. One is like a candy heart it's, ring. Yeah, it's a giant heart made of plastic. Yeah, for her. Mm-hmm. And then his ring was this is what I thought the movie was going to be hilarious because he had what was it like the winged skull yeah. devil ring it was a skull ring yeah I was like oh yeah that was probably Gareth's ring yes it totally was um but yeah then there's readings and singings and he sees Carrie Annie McDowell he says great hat because she's wearing a, a giant hat the best hat ever so he says, great hat. So thank you. I bought it special for this occasion. <laughs> so he's asking people about her. That's when we get who she is and what she is. Because he's like, who's the, who's the, who's the American? Who, who that? Who, who that? that? Who that in that hat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, you wrap it. Who that? There's who a race. that in that hat? <laughs> I did it. Okay. I couldn't help it. It was coming and I just couldn't. I just didn't want to stop it. Okay. I embrace your creative flow. That's good. I don't want to hinder it. That's good because sometimes I question myself. I'm done with questioning. <laughs> That's my new life motto. That's <laughs> your new life motto. Is fuck it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's my half birthday on Monday. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> My half birthday is soon. Presumably, like, yeah, it's five like, days it's, after mine? Yeah. What is it? <laughs> it's like, it's the 6th. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at the reception, and Hugh Grant is, like, still scoping her out, and he wants to talk to her. Also, side, one side story I wrote down. There's a couple side stories here. Um... Mr. Bean or Silly Bean. Silly Bean. Silly Bean's there. He's he's not a priest yet, but he's about to be in training. He's a Jedi 
priest. I don't know. He's he's a um Padawan. Uh yeah. That's that's a tra- uh, a Jedi in training. Um but the priest in training I used to know. What? Oh, it's a deacon. He's a deacon. Oh, is that what deacons are? Yes. I thought it was just a whole different thing. No, a deacon is a uh, a priest in training. They're called deacon priests. Priests? Priests. Priests. <laughs> They're priests. They get priests. Reese's priests. <laughs> Oh my god, this podcast is just going to be absolutely ridiculous, guys. I <laughs> can't. <laughs> can't even talk. Uh, yeah, that's what that's what Deacon... Deacon de- <laughs> is it called Deaconcy? <laughs> yeah. Crying a little. Then we get introduced to the character, which I had no idea that A, his name was David, and B, that it was Hugh Grant's character's brother, the, who played the, the gentleman who is deaf. Yes. David. David. So we get introduced to him. And actually, if you go back and think about it, also, it's another point saying that Matthew's gay. Because what's-her-face, whoever ends up with David, is like, oh, isn't he such a such a dish? dish? Yeah. And he goes, I've always thought so. Yeah, I think that's when it, like, confirmed it for me. I just, I don't know. We live in a time now where people just say that. Yeah. <laughs> back then, people just didn't say that everybody was hot. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. It's confusing. We live in such a privileged world now. I was told, I was just like, okay, he's gay. Cool. Moving on. What's up? No, I did not get that connection way later. What, at the funeral? Yeah, after the funeral. Even then I was like, wait a minute, I missed it. I missed it. Missed it. Missed it all. I missed it. Why did everyone have to have a storyline? I don't know. I wanted a storyline. Everybody else was having one. I did, too. I wanted to be audience member at <laughs> wedding. Which one? Number three. I don't even know which one that was. I don't know. I just wanted to be that. We'll get there. We're still at wedding one. Dinner is served. I wrote down families are crazy. Yeah, because that's when he sits next to the crazy guy. Yeah, who, like, is under the assumption that Charles, is, or there is no other Charles it's in It's not in that he's world. crazy. It's just that he's, you know, old and has... Mental problems. Mental problems. <laughs> Memory problems. Yeah, it's a little sad. So Charles gives a toast. Which is depressing. Yeah, in his toast, he's like, "I can't make that commitment." It's that's his mission statement of like, "I could never get married. I can't do it." Again, he's not doing just like so. I married an axe murderer. There is no like concrete evidence as to why he cannot be a commitment other than him saying. I cannot make that commitment. Well, he was at the table with all of his exes. But I feel like he said he only slept with nine people compared to her 33. Yeah. Who's got more of a commitment problem? Yeah, exactly. But then you could argue that say that they were made for each other in that way. But it seems like they would just not, I don't know, bouncing atoms off each other, you know. Yeah, it's like the ultra, yeah. ultra non-committed. Yeah. Like, uh, do two wrongs make a right, Ashley? No, but two negatives make positive. Hmm. 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 I like my fake wisdom. <laughs> That's the truth. You're getting wise in your old age. Thanks. It's almost my half birthday. Okay, then there's some rocking dancing. That dancing that you like that Sam said that was you and him at your wedding. Was it us at our wedding or was it just us in general? Wait, what? In general. Yeah, Sam just jumps. That's his idea of dance. Is just I flail ju- sometimes. you dance. I flail 
Or, no, I'm sorry. You jump. Jump around. Uh, 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 uh. Jump, jump around. around. <laughs> yeah. He's got it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just do swishy arm movements and some hip things. And then me and Justine just kick. I remember that. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were totally. Um, is that skanking? Yeah. <laughs> we we're skanking up a storm. <laughs> it's a good time. Okay. So there's dancing. There's more dancing. There's after party. Hugh staring at Carrie. Yeah. Creepy, creepily. The the bridal couple leave. There's a little more dancing. There's a change of plans. This is where Tom comes in. He's like, hey, instead of staying at that boat hotel. Come stay at my castle. A bunch of us are coming to stay at my castle. Ugh. So he's like, okay. But then um, Carrie comes up and she's just like, hey, where are you staying? Are you, are you staying at tonight, sir? <laughs> That's my impression of that. It's like I was at the the boat, the boatman, the boat, the boat, the boat, the the pub with the boat, the pub, the 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 British. Yep. But 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 I'm gonna stay at the 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 castle, castle, castle. She's like, oh, it's too bad. I'm staying at the boatman. The boatman is where I'm staying. Oh. Ah, at the bowman. <laughs> Damn, girl. <laughs> Keep it in your pants. <laughs> it's coming out. It's too much. It's too much. Go back. Go back. <laughs> I like her. I like our version of her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I'm liking her now. <laughs> She's less annoying as we imitate her. <laughs> so, yeah. She says, too bad. So he gets a ride to the castle, but halfway during the ride, he changes his mind and exits the vehicle. <laughs> he's like, I need, I'm, I'm doing a character star. Uh, he's writing a paper. Oh, writing a paper on pubs with the uh, boat in their names. Yeah. Like, who really thought that that was a legitimate excuse? Well, they didn't because they were like, ooh. Yeah. Yep. We're your friends. We know what you're doing. You're going to get busy. We know what's up. So he goes there, he sees her, and then, like, this drunky, this drunkle gets in the way. Yeah, who was that guy? <laughs> He's a drunkle. <gasps> he was something. He's looking for Carrie, but Carrie has avoided him by hiding her tiny body behind chairs. Somehow that worked. Somehow she didn't, like, knock anything over. Because if it was me, <laughs> I would knock something I would knock something over. I would hurt myself. She's agile like a cat. <laughs> See, I've tried to be agile like a cat, and I've failed miserably. I've woken Sam up so many times when trying not to wake him up. <laughs> By kicking things. <laughs> By kicking him. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah, I've done that before. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so somehow, sh oh, let me speed this part up. She gets out of the situation and then gets him out by saying, by having the hotel staff. Concierge, yeah. dude. Be like, sir, your wife is wondering when you're coming to the room, and the room is 112. Because you'll be drunk. Because you'll do drunk. So Come to like, the room. My wife? Oh, my wife! My wife! <laughs> my wife! <laughs> my hand! <laughs> <laughs> Johnny has his hand! Johnny has his bride! Uh, it's one of the best movies we've watched this year. It's up there. It is up there. <laughs> so she invites him in. And gives them a flirty kiss. And then there are sexy times. Lots of sexy times. With voiceover. 
I liked it. It was pretty sexy. I just was like, I can't pay attention to your your story time right now. I like, okay, look, there's Hugh Grant's naked hip. Oh, nice. Ooh, look, there's her bear her bear hip. Ooh, ooh, what's happening? Fun times. Cut away to birds. Yeah, cut away to birds. Like, what happened? <laughs> Where did the sexy fun times go? It was going so well. <laughs> they were smooshing. Yeah. All sorts of smooshing. It was the only sexy times in this movie. This rated R movie. Yeah, there was one, one sexy time interrupted by birds. Oh, the other sexy time, which was not sexy. It was funny sexy time. Oh, no, that was not funny. That was weird. <laughs> it's supposed to be humor. It was not. No. She was not even like, okay, her body was like making these positions that you don't make when you have sex. And she was making like moaning sounds like like her butt would pop up whenever she would like make the sound like she was thrusting. So I'm like, what is happening? You know, everybody's built a little differently, Ashley. But some parts face other ways. And (laughs) I don't know. Anatomy is beautiful. She was in a giant wedding dress. I don't... Th- Why would you want to have sex in your wedding dress? One, it is fucking hot. Like, at, so, at, at some point in, during weddings, there is the point where the bride is just like, I just want to take this fucking dress off. I never really had that because I was able to lift my dress, like, up around my hips <laughs> and I could get a nice breeze. <laughs> but during the ceremony, man, dude, I was so hot. <laughs> I was just like, can we go now? Can I go back to the vent that's in the floor? (laughs) That was my favorite place ever. (laughs) Okay, we'll get to this. We're jumping ahead a little. Rewind. Uh, The next morning, she's like, I gotta go back to America. So, like, he wakes up in bed and she's dressed and she's like, I gotta go back to America. But we're engaged now, right? Yeah, there's a stupid joke where she's trying to freak him out because she knows how noncommittal he is. He's like, bah, 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 what I, British, British, I'm sorry, British people. We love you. But I'm sure they know they are not Hugh Grant. The, the popu- population of, of, of Britain yeah. is not Hugh Grant. That's good. I mean, I would not want them to be <laughs> just all Hugh Grants when you go, when you go visit. You're just like, hello, Hugh Grant. Hello, Hugh Grant. Hello. Why? She says, though. I think we both missed a great opportunity. I missed. I missed. The opportunity was still there. Like, you could have talked to one another on the phone. You could have, like, had a phone relationship. Yeah, it seems like they gave up on an opportunity. Yeah, it doesn't even seem like they tried. Like, it was just, like, automatically missed because she was going to America. Okay, cool. Like, I get it. Some people can't do long distance, but... What? Bye, Felicia. Yeah. Three months later is the card. And we have a wedding invitation that we see for Bernard and Lydia. I don't know who these people are. No one knows who these people are. Oh, these were the people we didn't mention. They were macking at the reception of the first wedding. Oh, yeah. Those were those people. She, at some point, was like, I'm a bridesmaid, and everybody said that everybody would be hitting on me, and I'd be surrounded by guys, but nobody here likes me. And then Bernard was like, I'll... I'll, I'll do it with you. And she's like, I'm not that desperate. And then we cut to later in the night and they're snogging like crazy. It's apparently three months later they get married. Because that's a good relationship starter. 
Actually, I shouldn't judge. I don't know. I don't know. It does, it, it, if that's a good relationship starter, that's a good relationship starter. Whatever. They were still together by the end of the movie, which still had multiple more jumps in time. Yes. So that's positive. Do they have children? Were they the ones that had, had another child? I don't know. Maybe. If I could follow who was who, I could tell you. <laughs> okay, so same thing. Charles and Scarlet wake up late again, and they run to the wedding. But this time, Scarlet is a bridesmaid. Yeah, and he's not in the wedding party. Thank God. <laughs> Mr. Bean, Silly Bean, is a priest now. Yes, he is. He's there to, to, to give the wedding ceremony. This was really good. Yeah. I wish I would watch the whole entire movie about Mr. Bean becoming a priest. <laughs> Scarlet's butt was showing. Yeah, she, she drops the giant ass bow that's supposed to cover her ass. And um, she says, leave it. No one will notice without realizing that there is a giant hole in the back of her dress now. So we get a nice good look at her turquoise underwear which never is brought up ever nope again nope just one visual gag um but yeah the what's a mr bean officiates yes he is an officiant he says holy goat holy goat and other priestly mishaps he can't it's funny it's a funny scene if you only watch one thing from this movie watch that agreed uh then there's photos and then there's reception there's other wedding we haven't mentioned anything about gareth yet Gareth is like this care. He's like the Dionysus of this movie. He is he is the happy, drunk, fat party guy. Who's their friend? Who's their friend? Who has these really awesome uh, waistcoats? Yeah, and he always wants everybody to hook up. Go get married. Go find your Go love. Go find your love. He has a. I think it's him. Somebody. Somebody has a theory about marriage. Uh, people get married because they run out of things to talk about. Yes, it's him. He has that theory. And so the, t- as a way out of the awkward situation, the guy proposes marriage. Yeah. Tom is the best man at this wedding. And Carrie shows up. Dun, dun, dun. With her breathy voice. And her. Her Hamish. Old. Fiance. <laughs> it cut to Hamish and we're both like, ugh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He was like at least 20 years her senior. Yeah. It was a very awkward Katie Holmes, Tom Cruise situation going on. Yeah. So it's three months later and Carrie is engaged to be married and it's gross. And now Hugh Grant is sad. He's pouting. Yeah. The description alluded to this being more of a very like important thing. This was not important. This was not like... This was not the conflict of the movie. Like, the conflict of the movie was the fact that Hugh Grant is just... Bumbling? Yeah. The, con- the conflict is Hugh Grant creating conflict for himself. I wrote down, Matthew's a bit of a Cupid. Matthew and Garrett are always trying to get people to, to be in love because they they're have to hide their relationship, probably. Yeah. yeah. So they want to see everybody else happy and in love. Since yeah. they can't express that out in the world. So with uh, Hugh Grant being sad, Matthew goes over and is talking about it. And Hugh Grant's like, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the problem. And Matt's like, no, maybe you just haven't met the right person yet. Yeah. Because apparently, you know, he's been this commitment phobe. He's been through all these relationships. Why don't they work? He blames himself. This is the wedding where he was seated at the... Er, 
supposed to be seated at the table of all of his ex-girlfriends? Yes. This um, is an awkward scene. Um. Yeah, so it's dinner time. Oh, this is where Fiona says that she's been in love with someone who doesn't love her back. It's the first time she says it. She's telling somebody. I don't remember who. I don't remember. Maybe Matthew or Gareth. I don't know. Uh, Charles is then sitting at the table with all of his exes. Not just one. All, like, all seven of them. Yeah, who made that table? <laughs> well, that's why I was like, it would be funny if, like, he was in trouble with the bride or with, like, whatever, and she did that on purpose. Like, if there was a reason behind, like, these things, it would make the joke funny. Mm-hmm. Smart comedy is funny. Yes. Uh, there, Tom gives the best man speech, which is, it goes horribly wrong. It's awful. It's not funny at all. Cause he says things that you should not say. Talk about exes. Who are there. Yes. Why are they there? But cute highlight that woman. The one from the wedding who asked about, uh, David. She's learned sign language. She's learning. She's learning to ask David out. Yeah. Why does he want to dance? Yeah. He's so cute. Yeah. Well, and she like mispronounce or missigns things and he finds it really adorable and cute. And Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, look. Oh, Charles hides. He finds a room to sneak away into this darkened room. Yeah, because he's sad about because he's sad about Carrie being being engaged. engaged and he needs to go sulk in the dark because that's what men do. But the bride and groom come into the room and start doing the do. Badly. That is weird. That is the weird. That was the weirdest sex scene I've ever seen. And I've seen some really weird sex. The scene from her was not weird as weird as this. You think it was weird? I didn't know what was going on at first. I was like, wait, what is happening? What? Why are we cutting to black? Why are we doing? What is happening? That That was my experience with her. Like, I thought it was an interesting idea. I just didn't like that it was over black. Like, that just made it weird for me. Yeah, you need to, like, straddle the line, okay? Hmm. I know I used that. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't think about that. Phrasing. Phrase, phrasing, uh, like, taken aside. But, like, yeah, you need a nice, like, balance between plot and gratuitous lovemaking. Unless you've got Edward Norton. Or Tom Hiddleston. Then you can just have your truest mm. lovemaking all the time. <laughs> That's like the like the the night manager was a really good story, but then there was just a lot of naked Tom Hiddleston and I was like, This is the best show ever. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Tushy. Tushy tushy tushy. Tushy tushy tushy. Where? Where was I? Oh, so he hides in a water closet. How he got to the water closet, I don't know. He, like, inched away and still somehow did not get caught. <laughs> the guy had his eyes closed. Why? Why would you have your eyes closed during your first time making sex with the, the wife? I don't know where that sentence came from. <laughs> anyway, um, he, they do see him because he, he, he leaves. He, he goes to see. He's just like, I'm done with this. I can't take anymore and drops a pen and says, oh, look, I found it and walks out. Yeah. He's cornered by his ex- Henrietta, and she's, like, crying at him. She's very hysteric. She says that he's a serial monogamist and stuff, and that he's 
I don't know. I didn't really get this I didn't part understand was important. the serial monogamous. Like, would it be better if he was, like, constantly cheating on everyone? Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with him. People think there's something wrong with him. Yeah, he's just dating. Yeah. And then I think he says, like, to calm her down, like, oh, we should have got married or something. I don't know. He's in a bad state. She's all freaking out. And it was just, like, a weird scene that I had no idea what was happening. And we had no idea who this, like, person was. Yeah. Carrie shows up. Her her her, her fiancé has gone to do something. So she has Charles escort her back to her place. And then she invites him up. And then they do it. Again. Again. We don't see it. Just the next morning, they're in bed together. Naked. Naked. But then he gets dressed first this time and then leaves. He's the leaver now. Oh. Because she's engaged to be married. They did a thing. Now it's one month later. One month later. There was so much time skipping. Who's who, who, Who could be getting married? We see they're going through the mail. Scarlet and Hugh, and he finds a wedding invitation for Carrie. Yep. Then he runs into Carrie at the shop where she's registered, doing her wedding registry. Yeah, he's trying to buy something cheap, and he can't, like, afford anything in that shop or whatever. So she kidnaps him to take him dress shopping. And we have a dress trying on sequence. Yeah, wedding dresses of the ugly and sexy variety. Yeah, but, like... I don't know. The 90s for wedding dresses were not a good time. No. And usually in this montage, how they do it now is that, like, she comes out at the end in this really beautiful one and he, like, tears up because he's like, I want to marry you. That didn't happen. They didn't do that. No, they didn't do that. Though, there was a there's a better version of this scene in a Patrick Dempsey movie, the one where he goes to Ireland. It's a horrible movie, but they do have a better version of this scene where he, he, she, his best friend is a chick, and she takes him to the shop and everything, but she tries on lingerie as well as wedding dresses. And it's just, it's funny because he wants to marry her, and he can't. So, like, his anguish is just really amusing. Hmm, Patrick Dempsey. Uh-huh. So, Carrie and Charles get food together, then they start talking about, I don't know why, her sex partners that she's had, and she counts them all up, and she reaches 33, and he was number 32, which he called very lovely. Very lovely. He doesn't at this time say his sex partners, but he just says he wish he wishes that he called her after that first time. Yes. He has regrets. Regrets are had. But he's running late because he had to go hang out with his brother. So he goes there with her, introduces her to the brother, and they talk, and she's got to leave. Where, like, yeah, I don't know what he and his brother were doing. Like, he had to meet him, and he forgot, and it was, like, a movie, or was it a a meeting for something? I don't know. He just ditched his brother. Yeah. Jerk. Um, so he runs after her, because he's like, crap, 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 crap. Well, he swears more than... He says fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I am the black sheep of the cursing of this podcast. I will, I will take on the mantle of... The curse words. So he runs up to her, and first he's like, well, blah, 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 blah. He's all bumbly again. He says he's only slept with nine people. And then he says, as, as David Cassidy said, I, I think I love you. Uh, but she just, like, kisses him on the cheek and leaves. It's like, bye, Felicia. 
Bye, Felicia. Thanks for your love. Peace out, homebro. So then, one month later... Oh, no. It is one month later. We're at Hamish and Carrie's wedding. Actual wedding. Because before it was just the invitation. Now it's their wedding. It's the wedding day. Yes. In Scotland. Yeah. So, of course, he's late to the wedding. Super late to the wedding. He shows up at the part where the... what? Do they have a name for it? It's like you're... If, if you... If there are any reason why these two should not be married, please stand up. It's like the Slim Shady version <laughs> of the, the wedding ceremony. <laughs> Go with that. <laughs> Say your piece. Sure. I that like sounds yours. better. No, yours is better. <laughs> <laughs> so Hamish and Carrie get married and they're step dancing. Yeah, and bagpipes. And bagpipes. And although they didn't have the budget in the film to actually shoot in Scotland. No, it was shot in like Halifax or something like that. Or Halifax. I don't remember where it was. Mm-hmm. This is when Gareth goes around and says that everyone should go disperse. And find your significant others. Yeah, we're going to stop. You guys are going to stop being single. It's, it's like not fun anymore. They make a vow of it. Yeah. Uh, Scarlet meets Chester from Texas. He's tall and very good looking. The bride and groom have a dance. Fiona confesses her love to Charles. And he does not reciprocate. No, he's just completely oblivious to it. Yeah, he didn't know it was there. Yeah. All along, it was there. There's more dancing. I wrote down that I'm mostly bored. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and then um, they do the speeches. Carrie gives a speech. Yeah, Carrie stands up and gives a speech because her father, I guess, is dead. She says, if my father was here. So I'm just assuming he's dead. Either that or he's stuck in America somewhere. Hamish gives a speech. Hamish gives a speech. And as Hamish is giving this speech, Gareth, like has a heart attack yeah he had a weak heart yeah it was weird it was very weird like he was trying to open a bottle of champagne and um just keeled over keeled over just was dead so the the he does it in the back and all the guys are our characters who are friends take him in another room and it's all sad because he's dead and there's nothing they could do and there's a doctor there and he can't do anything he's yeah. dead but uh, as this is going this is what i didn't like i was like why Are they continuing the speech? Why is nobody trying to help? The guys in the back were trying to help, and they had a doctor. Yeah, but... They just didn't want to stop the happiness. (laughs) (laughs) They're British. They're going to do things as politely and quietly as possible. Even if you're dead. Yep. That's sad. Oh, but the saddest part was that Hugh Grant had to go up to Matthew after, who was separate from the crowd. Yeah, because Gareth uh, said he was stuck with a an evangelical from Minnesota. And so he was over in the corner and uh, had to go to... That was really sad. Yeah. That was really well acted. Yeah. So then there's the funeral and Matthew, as they say, as Gareth's best friend, closest friend... In the world. Speaks. And he does the... Um, oh, he does the Stop All the Clocks poem that John Green loves. John Green, oh, whenever somebody that John Green likes dies, he always does this poem as well. Mm-hmm. I knew I'd heard it somewhere. It's one of his favorites. Jay Green. Yeah, and then I was like, oh my god, were Gareth and Matthew together together? <laughs> <laughs> they were together this whole time. And then it gets sadder, doesn't it? it? Like, 
I wanted more of their storyline. Yeah. Their, their storyline was a storyline of true love and genuine love and affection. Yeah. Just hidden. It's hidden behind stupid, boring, bumbling Ukraine. Yeah. So then after the wake or funeral, people are talking. And then Charles and Tom walk. And Charles is like, what if you never find the right girl? He says, waiting for true love gets you nowhere. Yeah, because they're talking about the Thunderbolt moment. Like, that's when you know that that's the person that you're going to be with for the rest of your life. It's like Thunderbolt hitting you. And um, he always just thought that it would never be like that. It would just be he would find a nice girl who wouldn't find him repulsive and settle down, have a couple of kids, and be happy. Mm -hmm. They're really starting to think about it, and now they're dying off. Yeah. Ten months later... Charlie's getting married. But to who? Who? Charlie. Charlie. Charlie Gardner. Charlie Gardner. <laughs> Get married. Get married. Um. So, yeah, there's multiple alarm clocks so that he doesn't oversleep his yes. own wedding. Yes. But his friends tricked him. They said also the time forward on the clocks. An hour. So he was thinking he was running late. Yes. So he was speeding and running to the wedding and he gets there and he's like nobody's here oh you guys ah. you tricked me and they're like ah let's go hang out <laughs> let's go pace in front of the wedding because time before the wedding only makes you think and then thinking is bad yeah so they doing uh fiona when they're all hanging out fiona does a little toast to him to charles and Duckface, and we find out that it's henrietta yeah he's settling didn't want to die alone. Nope. Um, Did what he thought he had to do. Yeah. So it's very early. People are just showing up. Tom meets this distant relative that he could love. Yeah. She's like a third cousin twice removed. I think maybe it's like she's also rich and has money. So it doesn't matter that he's rich and has money. Yeah. She can like him for him. Yeah. But it was a thunderbolt moment, mm. like he said. Carrie shows up. <laughs> ten times out of ten, Carrie shows up. Damn it, Carrie. Carrie, why you gotta go being a Carrie? But her, she, well, yeah, how's Hamish? He's fine, I, I guess. I guess. We're not together anymore. We've been separated. He wasn't the man for me. <gasps> well, duh. No shit, Sherlock. And, uh, yeah. This is where Hugh Grant says, our timing is bad. No time. No, just you guys are just incapable of, like... Committing? <laughs> no, not even that. Like, you're just incapable of having a relationship with another human being correctly. I mean, they didn't live in the same country. They didn't even know each other. They... Yeah, again, they're incapable of having a normal relationship with a person. So then he goes into the back because he's all freaked out now. He's super freaked out and he does his bugger, bugger, bugger. <laughs> bugger, bugger, bugger. And then the priest comes and is like, is there anything I can do to help? He's I'm like, I'm a priest. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a priest, that's how I'd enter the rooms all the time. <laughs> <laughs> the priest is here. <laughs> Arms open. <laughs> How can I serve you? 
Was that was that, <laughs> angels? <It's> an- <laughs> angels, follow me around. <laughs> that was totally not me singing. I swear. <laughs> As the angels. He just, he, you know, we just, it just interprets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the angels, they flow through me. <laughs> Come out of my fingertips and just mind my vocal cords. <laughs> bugger, bugger, bugger. Matthew, Matthew, the brilliant Matthew. The beautiful, brilliant Matthew. He comes to talk to Charles because he's like, he knows he's freaking out, and he's not standing up at the what's it called now? The pulpit. The pulpit. Then his brother comes to talk to him, David. Well, now it's time for the wedding. What is he to do? He's got those three choices. <laughs> David presents him with three choices. One was go through with it. Two was don't go through with it. And three was, well, he... I didn't know. Well, I don't have three. <laughs> so what is he gonna do? What is he gonna do? So he goes up. It's wedding time. It's wedding. It's on. It's on. He goes up there. The bride's coming down the aisle. And then it gets to the point of, like, the, the slim shady, what did you call it? <laughs> the please stand up please moment. stand up. So the brother taps. <laughs> and so he's got to interpret David's saying. Yeah, David's like, I thought of the third option. I figured it out. Translate for me. He fixed it all. The third option was not holding its peace. It was saying something. Yeah. Yeah. I object. I object. I object to this holy union. The groom is having doubts. The groom, I suspect the groom loves someone else. And then the groom gets punched in the the face. face. (laughs) By the bride. The bride was pissed. Good Good on Henrietta. I was happy. I was, like, not expecting that to happen. I was just expecting her to start like just deteriorating into tears i was like good for you good girl so then right away next scene they're at his house and the little friends are there and they're saying whatever you know this happened it's it's, it's good that it happens if you didn't want to marry her today on your wedding day you were never going to want to marry her yeah so we're fine you're fine we don't blame you <laughs> And yet, yet David thinks it's all his fault. And uh, I thought this was kind of funny. Um, all Everybody was like, no, 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 David, it's not your fault. And Hugh Grant translates that they all think it's your fault, too. <laughs> but then Carrie shows up. Damn it, Carrie. She has to show up. Showing up in places you don't belong. She shows up in the rain. She's drenched in the rain. And she confesses. Maybe she loves him, too. Yeah. Then he asks her not to marry him. And she says, I do. Yes. Not to marry me for the rest of our lives. And then there's the lightning bolt. And then it like pans up to the lightning bolt. Yeah. They kiss and they're together. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Whatever. And then there's really don't care. Yeah. I like the pictures at the end that showed everybody getting married or everything. Yeah. They have a baby. Matthew found love again. Yes. That was great. Precious. Yes. Scarlett got married to the Texan guy. Mm-hmm. In a, a cowboy hat. Cowboy hat. Fiona ended up with Prince Charles. Yeah, what was that? Sure. And what? um Charles and Carrie had a baby. Yep. And they all lived happily ever after. The end. The fucking end. 
never want to go to a wedding ever again. Well, that's good. I only had one. Should we play the game? Hashtag, Let's play the game. Hashtag accurate. 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 Okay. I got this. I don't even want to read this whole thing. I'll read you half of it. I'll okay. read you it without the people's names. Here okay. is the original description via DVD.com. At various social gatherings, Charles, a commitment-phobic Brit, tries to reconnect with Carrie, a beautiful, alluring American who's about to make a seemingly terrible mistake by marrying a wealthy, boring man. And then someone dies. <laughs> and then someone dies. In this movie, a Catholic wedding ceremony takes place throughout the entire thing. And then someone dies of boredom. <laughs> It sounds like an actual wedding. <laughs> There's an all-day Catholic ceremony. <laughs> and it's really dun, boring. Dun, dun, yeah. And then two people we don't care about kiss in the end. Ah, uh, yeah. Just things happen and then someone dies. Sorry, I couldn't be I couldn't be witty with this one cuz it was just so boring. There's nothing funny about it. There's nothing funny about it. It's so boring. Mhm. It is literally like going to a wedding. <laughs> it is. It's accurately depicting weddings. Not my wedding because you were only there for 15 minutes and then you were out. Yeah. <laughs> Your wedding was the best. Would you like to rate it? Yes. Okay. I want to rate this movie two pairs of aqua underwear. I'm going to rate it 2.5 top hat. Mm. giving it the extra five because it's our first progressive storyline i'm with you there matthew was a really good gay character yeah really proud of him and a character who had a disability who actually was a actor with a disability yes yes so good job next week we're staying in 1994 still i'm excited we're gonna watch reality bites i feel like i'm really gonna like this movie yeah just based off of the description really think i'm gonna like it it sounds like rent but better <laughs> like i love rent mm-hmm. rent is so 90s yeah and so then there's like this without singing mm. with romance mm. and comedy mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah. with like every 90s actor in it i'm yeah. looking forward to that yeah every 90s actor <laughs> every 90s actor okay i got some thank yous i love to thank people i like to thank christine O, drew's mama <laughs> Ah, Drew's mama. Heather M, Nicole K, Nick C, Sam. Thank you, honey. You're welcome. (laughs) Every time. (laughs) Nessa, Mariah G, Mikey, Mr. Fox. Yay, Mr. Fox. Zealous Quiche. So I Married a Movie Geek Podcast. Jenny Fish. Leah. Lovely Leah. Lovely Leah. Split Cost Movie, and Vincent Price's Laugh Twitter. I liked that one. Mm-hmm. He has a nice Twitter handle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To listen to this podcast in the future, for future listenings. Or in the past, I in mean. In the past. Get your time machine. Yeah. Listen to our funny accents. I can't stop. You can't do it. You just have to keep going. Andy McDowell. <laughs> She's just inhabited my <laughs> She's taking over your soul. I'm possessed by <laughs> Anna McDonald. 
go to thecutaways.com. That is our website. And you can leave us comments and rate us and subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. And, you know, tell all your friends about us in any way you can, especially on Facebook and Twitter. We're there. We are there. And Instagram. And Instagram. We forget to mention it. We are on Instagram. We're everywhere. You want us someplace? Oh. You want to be on Snapchat? I don't want to be on Snapchat. No. I have one Snapchat. That's enough for me. You don't even go. And I don't even go to it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's us. And we'll see you next week. And yay. Yay. Play some Pokemon Go. Party it up for the Harry Potter. Get your cursed child book. Mm Mm-hmm. Mine's coming soon. Me too. Yep. Have a good evening. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Thank you. And good night. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.